Three, two, one, go. And we're live. This is Retrace segment number 104 for Monday, January 2nd, 2023. 2023. Retrace is about what's going on out there. The short answer to that is computer control. We are in the second day, day two of our deep dive into AIM of 4E, day two, chapter two. Uh, I don't know if I explained this yesterday on day one, and I'm not even sure I had completely decided it by the time of the live stream. Um, but I'm going, I'm just uh, doing a, a fast reading of each chapter for each day in January. There are about 28 chapters, so we'll have a little over that uh, in 31 days to read 28 chapters and just to get the whole thing into our Because the idea is if we're going to do a degree in 2023 or our equivalent of a four-year degree in, in a single year, um, Q1, which is January, February, March, uh, is has to correspond to year one of undergraduate school. And so we have to get through this book, the first pass of this book really quickly, and then we have to start focusing on projects and blah, 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 all this stuff. Anyway, that's our study strategy right now. And so let's talk about, well, we can't talk. Okay, so t- chapter two, big major fat correction. Ugh, this is terrible. To the table-driven agent series, um, I said a million times, unfortunately, that the agent function was the part of the agent program that sort of made the agent program smart. So in table-driven agent, I was saying that the agent function was the table. That was just an error. I, I you know, because I was jumping in just to do the code um, and the math, I sort of derived a definition from, anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I misunderstood the definition of, look, agent function is just the mathematical description or mathematical uh uh, abstraction of 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 an agent and agent program is the implementation of that um, that mathematical function. Where's my thing here? Uh, I will show. I will read you exactly the way that I've corrected, and I've put this correction on um, every, everywhere that's relevant: the YouTube videos and then the notes wherever it's mentioned. So the agent function is not the smart part of the agent program. The agent function isn't, and I'm quoting Ama. Uh, as I should have been doing from the beginning. The agent function is an abstract mathematical description that maps any percept sequence to an action. The agent program is a concrete implementation of the agent function running within some physical system. So math, uh, function is math, program is code. It's, it's easy. I, you know, it was a dumb mistake. I, I had this idea in my head in any way. That's what happens when you're... Uh, not an expert, and you're talking about stuff that you don't really know about. It's what we talked about with the um, bottom-up versus top-down. But Top-down learning um, is very goal-oriented and motivating, but the problem is you often have words that you don't have any way of understanding how to use, or you, you have to use words that you have no way of understanding. There you go. Prime example, and I paid dearly for it. It took me – it's a pain in the butt to go back and make all these corrections and the PDFs and all this stuff, but it's done. And we're moving on. Okay. Um, and it's and the reason it comes up now is because I realized it on page one, you know, the first couple of pages of chapter two, which is where table-driven agent, or, where, you know, where, where that uh, idea comes from, the agent program versus agent function. All right. So let's talk today about just, I think the most important idea in chapter two is this, creating a model of the, um, what's called the task environment and then the environment of the task environment. So they have a little acronym, PEAS, P-E-A-S, um, performance measure, environment, actuators, and sensors. Is it actuators or is it – it's it's actually – yeah. Jeez. See, I'm, I'm checking now. Yeah. Um, so A stands for actuators. So down here I've drawn a little agent. Um, 
the agent's got its sensors and actuators and it's in an environment. Where's the performance measure? I'm not really sure where I should draw this. Like, is it part of the agent? Is it part of the environment? I think it might depend on uh, how you, you know, it depends on your task environment and how you implement an agent program, but we'll come back to that. The environment, though, uh, the 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 aspects of the environment um, that, that uh, can be distinguished and described are what make the difference between like really hard problems and really easy problems. The more constrained the environment, the easier it is to build an agent to be successful at pursuing a goal or doing whatever you want. It, you know, maybe it's just a reflex agent, not a goal agent. Um, observability, agentness. Deter- okay, so let's let's talk about these things. Um, observability is either partial or full. Agentness is either single, single or multi. Determinism is kind of the the the, the one that takes a little bit of. Um, getting used to. So if it's deter- it's a deterministic environment, if the current state plus, plus the action uh, determines the next state, and, and that applies to all agents, not just your agent. So if it's multi-agent, then the current state plus the actions of whatever agents determines the next state. That's deterministic. Stochastic has explicit probabilities assigned to uh, states or future states. And non-deterministic... Um, has it talks uh, describes the possibilities, but does not ex- assign explicit probabilities to those numbers. That's that's the way they use it. Okay, uh, you know this is not the best paraphrasing, but it's good enough for now. Um, episodic is it sequential. Episodic are you making one decision? Or are you making a series of decisions to to achieve your goal or or given any percept? Um, Staticity, is it static, semi-dynamic, or dynamic? St- dynamic is like when things can change even when the agent doesn't act. Semi-dynamic is, oh crap, I forgot what it is. It's somewhere in between. It's like, you, oh yeah, it's, it's like when there's a cost or something uh, to not acting. Um, and then static is just, you, you know, nothing happens in the environment unless you do something. And, and, and so it's very, it's the simplest of the three. Uh, discreteness, uh, are you talking about um, discrete numbers or continuous numbers, basically, you know, the real line or like the real or or, or the or the whole numbers, the integers, sorts of uh, dis- uh, sort of distinction. Unknownness. This one they say is not necessarily part of the environment, so they don't really necessarily include it in their um, on page uh, forty seven of their description of um, environment to. Uh, characteristics um but it, it should it kind of should be there shouldn't be there they they acknowledge that it's it's kind of a gray area i guess um and it's the agent or designer's knowledge uh of the laws of physics of the environment um the, they put it this way um uh, strictly speaking this distinction ref- talking about known versus unknown strictly speaking the distinction this distinction refers not to the environment itself, but to the agent's or the designer's state of knowledge about the laws of physics of the environment. If in a known environment, the outcomes or outcome probabilities of the environment is non-deterministic, uh, shouldn't they say stochastic if it's probabilities? Anyway, um, <laughs> do not take my corrections of them <laughs> at, at all seriously. Um, so in, in a known environment, the outcomes or outcome probabilities of the environment is uh, outcome probabilities of the environment is non-deterministic for all actions are given. So in a known environment, the outcomes for all actions are given. Uh, if the environment is unknown, the agent will have to learn how it works in order to make good decisions. The distinction between known and unknown environments is not the same as one between fully and partially observable environments, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, known versus unknown, it's a nuanced concept. I'm not really there yet. Same with determinism, like stochastic versus non-deterministic. Um, but then going back to our, our drawing, or let's say, let's just finish with this, actuators and sensors are parts of the agent part of the environment. Um, so they're over here. 
So, you know, you've got the, but now this distinction, so this, I'll just read what I wrote. The sensory inputs of software, so let's first talk about um, sensors and actuators of, of our agent. We're talking about software agents. There are other kinds of agents that they describe. Um, they talk about robotic agents. This is on page 36. Um, and I guess that's the only kind. But anyway, there are different kinds of agents. We're dealing with software agents in this in this world. Um, the sensory inputs of software agents are file contents, network packets, and human input via mouse, keyboard, etc. Software agents act on an environment by writing files, sending packets, and displaying information or making sounds, that sort of thing. And then the environment. This is this is crucial. How do we how do we just what's what part, you know the the whole universe is an environment. Which part of it is an agent? Which part of it is the part that we care about? The environment can be can in principle be the whole universe, but in practice, it's only the part that affects what the agent perceives and what is affected by the agent's action. Okay, so that that sort of narrows our. And then at the top here, let's let's talk about um, task. So they they say on page. 42 to 47. Task environments are, the, in a sense, they're the problems that the, to which the agents are the solutions. Um, labeling entities as agents as opposed to artifacts. So we're, we're calling this an agent, not just a, you know, this isn't a hand axe, right? This is something more complicated, more interesting, but um, it's sort of a, a, a it's, it's not an absolute distinction. Um, labeling entities as agents as opposed to artifacts is a tool, this is the way they put it, a tool for analyzing systems, not an absolute characterization that divides the world into agents and non-agents. AI operates at the most interesting end of the spectrum where the artifacts have significant computational resources and the task environments require non-trivial decision-making. Okay, so that's how, sort of how we should think about the, the sort of soft distinction between agent and environment and the relationship being sort of problem solution environment is the problem agent is the solution obviously that has like philosophical implications like why is the environment such a problem but it's just it, this is technical stuff for analyzing systems we're, we're collapsing into specialization we're narrowing our focus blah 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 but i think like i talked about the i don't remember what segment i talked about it but the, you know the important ideas this this thing is like a this ai is a way of thinking i was trying to figure out last night what is what is what are we going to call ai literacy You've got regular literacy, you know, letter. Does the does the etymology of that uh, word go back to the word, or is it connected to the word letter? I bet it is. Uh, if it's not, whatever. Um, I'm not going to go dig it up. I'm not going to go bust out Oxford etymology for that. Um, uh, and then there's numeracy, number um, number literacy, and then there's code literacy. I don't know if they've got a clever name for that yet, but what's, this is not code. This is not code. Code literacy is, is part, uh, is prerequisite to, I think right now it is anyway, prerequisite to AI literacy, but AI literacy is like a different way of thinking about the world. It's a very useful way of sort of carving up and reorganizing the world and categorizing, you know, like what, like we're looking at here, you know, what's, what's, what's an environment? Oh, it's just where the place, the place where things are, man. No, 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 no. It is, it, it is a thing that has oadesdu characteristics. We have to. What kind of environment is it? Is it observable or, or, or fully or partially from our with respect to us or with respect to an agent? How many agents are in that environment? Um, is it deterministic or or stochastic or non-deterministic? Is it episodic? You know, with respect to an agent, is it static? Uh, is it discrete? Is do we even know the laws of physics? Blah blah blah. Th these. This is a way of thinking about the world. That's new. That's just the last like fifty to seventy years, and 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 it reorganizes things. It changes 
I think it changes a lot. It's definitely changing the way I think about the world and, and problems. I mean, we even talked about changing state from outsider non-player to insider or, or, or to player, not necessarily insider, but player in the computer control game. And formalizing that, we started to formalize it, we're not done with that, but sort of turn that, using uh, for, strategies for formalizing problems to formalize our problem, to make it more tractable, to talk about states and actions, you know, to compose our uh, state space and um, actions available at each state and the, the action, the... Um, the transition model and action cost function and evaluation function and objective function and all this stuff. This is a different way of thinking about the world. Are, are people of the future not going to think this way? I can't imagine that they're not going to tend to think this way. The same way today, people don't, people don't do arithmetic with Roman numerals in their head. And they don't think in terms of sticks laying on the ground or drawing in the sand to do their math. They really can just think about the number one, about the number five, about the number zero, which is actually a late innovation in the history of um, numeracy. Um, I think this this is going to be – if you go talk to people in the future, the en entities of the future, whatever they're going to be, hopefully they're going to be our descendants. But I don't know. We you know Only if we win the game, so to speak. Um, they're going to use – they're gonna the concepts they're gonna use are like this. It's gonna have to do with this. It's gonna have this sort of stuff at its at its foundation. That's what I think anyway. That's okay. Day two, chapter two. That's it. Uh, this has been retrace segment number one hundred four. Um, back to the normal time tomorrow, ten p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Pacific, and notes will be at retrace.com, r e t r e i c dot com, and uh, and anywhere else you can click through to them. The the um the YouTube description and the. RSS feed. All right, that's it. Signing off.